0: Hey, I posted on my Instagram about Tony Robbins coming out and basically speaking out against this entire COVID BS, you know, overhyped fear. And of course, Tony Robbins has been known as somebody who's trying to break the matrix when it comes to the power of your mind and the power of your consciousness and the power of or the ability you have to to grow and to learn and to to develop as a person, right? And so I think that in it, it's it's in his in his own interest, in his own business model, he would want people to stop living in fear and to expand their consciousness, to expand their their awareness and to stop listening to the media, stop listening to the fear mechanisms that is, again, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of this, is spent on uh, really investing in uh, the manipulation of your mind, the manipulation of the mass consciousness, okay? And uh, now I just went... I just went live on my podcast. So for the Facebook folks, I'm going to kind of repeat what I just said at the beginning of the podcast, which is this very fact, okay? Um, The elites in the world, they spend a lot of their time and money on controlling your mind, controlling what you think and how you think, okay? And the reason they spend so much time and money on that is because they fear the people. They fear the word populism. Populism is just sort of a a is sort of a revolting word uh, that is often referred to groups or masses of individuals who are agreeing uh, on specific policies, specific ideas that are sort of um, that transcend all the division. You know that's that's what populism really is. At least that's what it is to me in my own definition. And so that's why today I'm talking about how you can gain control of your individual mindset. And how you can really well once you understand what I'm about to share today, um, that you'll actually be able to frame up a a, a good a good a good clarity on uh, how you can really truly gain control of your own reality individually, and then how you can spread that on a mass consciousness, right? To, to explain that to other people. Um, now, for the podcast, I just I just actually went through the the, the first statement here, which is. Um, uh, referring to, to what I'm going to be talking about, and this is just a glitch in the podcast because I was up on Facebook. The podcast kind of glitched out for a second there, so you've cut off the, lat, the first like three or four minutes of the podcast. Uh, but I will be referencing a book by, uh, uh, by David Icke called The Answer. It was written and published in uh, 2020. So it's very, very relevant, uh, and I think that it's a good book so far. But I'll also be referencing to different studies and different things that I've been learning over the years about our, my mind and, and, and your mind, our mind. You know, the, the, the way that we can um, build a business, create our reality, in other ways that I've been able to grow and learn from different event ten, attending different events uh, throughout my young life, uh, going into that stuff and not you know, sort of being ridiculed too. You know, ridicule is just a part of growth. You know, um, at first when there's a new idea and it sounds really crazy, it's often ridiculed and demonized, uh, sometimes even really demonized uh, at first before it starts to become more relevant. And then there's something called early adopters, meaning people who start to adopt the idea, start to really open up their mind to it. Um, And then later on, it becomes what's called common knowledge. Um, That's the way that the radios work. That's the way that with the TV and that's the way all kinds of different information has has worked um, politically speaking all this other stuff as well you know new ideas uh, can often be ridiculed So anyway that is the that is the work that I've been involved in for I mean most of my young adult life has been about opening my mind to new ideas that otherwise people have thought of as crazy and ludicrous and and ridiculous and conspiratorial and things like that uh, but have over time, Uh, have come true. And so that's what this podcast is all dedicated to, It's just breaking the matrix. Like we can identify the matrix, which I've been more or less leaning into over the past a few months, covering current events heavily and helping people, you know, um, break that media matrix, you know, the political matrix, like helping people understand the lie of communism, the lie of collectivism, and try to break free into more individualism And liberty, and try to realize that that is the way forward for this country and the world. Um, But today, we're going to talk about our own individual minds and how we can break the matrix in our own personal life. Um, So, my first point here, which I'll be referring to a Word document, so if you see me kind of casually reading, that's what I'm doing. Uh, What I'm going to cover in this podcast will be a synopsis of how we live our lives in the matrix. I'm not even kidding. Uh, It will sound borderline crazy, but What I will share is backed up by science, just not mainstream science. The importance of this topic becomes even more meaningful because of how demonized it is in mainstream media and academia. Anything that is attacked by mainstream anything should be investigated further. Haven't we learned that over the last couple of years? So obviously the topic of, you know, expanding your consciousness and, you know, creating the reality that you desire sounds like wishful thinking, uh, but is actually the most scientific way to approach your life. Because what what I'm going to use this book as one reference, but there are many references, scientifically speaking, that can uh, acclaim to what I'm saying today, uh, which is that you really do control your reality. You really do control how you live your life. Uh, now The second key point here is that the foundation of our perception of reality is based on our mind's ability to decode signals sent to the brain. Our very existence is a projection of our five senses. The brain, through our five senses, is really just an information processor, okay? Now, this is where I'm actually going to get into the book because... Uh, David Icke covers this in, uh, in length. I'm just going to read to you guys a couple highlighted portions so you can get an idea of what he is saying. The foundation of our reality and the human self is not physical. It is wave field information which the five senses decode into the world that we think we are experiencing as physicality. They decode wave field information into electrical information, which is communicated to the brain to be decoded into what we experience as the physical world. So what he's basically saying is that when, what you're seeing in front of your eyes right now, even watching me or, or looking at the road in front of you in your car, or wherever you're at listening to this, you, your five senses are triggering electronic signals in the brain that create literally projecting the reality in front of you, okay? Um, and the point here is that your mind essentially can cast whatever it whatever it is in front of you, okay? Uh, my friend this morning, Landon, I live with, he was even talking about in a school in Utah where they're dedicated to teaching fighting styles blindfolded to where you can actually, you know, walk around and even read blindfolded Uh, because of the ability for you to literally consciously uh, have your five senses and other abilities to read or see or do things or navigate through an obstacle course without even looking. Okay. So that sounds crazy, but in reality, uh, that's where we live and that's how we exist. Okay. Um, So further, and again, really good book, by the way. So if you want to, if you ever want to check out a really good book, that's pretty deep. You should definitely consider getting this book Uh, But let's see how what let's kind of um, kind of dive deeper on the concept of the brain. Okay, the brain is a receiver, transmitter and processor of information, not the origin. And it can be a challenge to discern what is you and what is another source of the wave information you decode as thought and emotion. There are ways of doing that, though, which I'll get into later. So he does get into that part of that later. I'm not going to get into that today. Um, but all information is delivered in the form of frequency. So you've heard of this concept of frequency and, oh, my gosh, it's not my vibe, you know, uh, that kind of thing. It's the vibes. Oh, I didn't vibe that very well. Or you know, this is the common lingo being used today. But in the scientific terminology, it's about frequencies, Okay. I don't know if you know this, but the reason why people are obsessed with crystals, for example, now I don't really have any crystals or anything like that. I think I've one as a gift here, but um, I used to have a couple others. Uh, but crystals, uh, and I, I don't want to butcher this, but basically the element itself, whatever the crystal is, you know, whatever, whether it's you know quartz or other you know, other types of crystals, I, I'm not going to get into all the minerals out there, but the way in which they refract light when they, when they're hit and they call them charging the crystals right um, what what what's happening is the light that hits the crystal there's a frequency of bend in the light force that comes out of the crystal okay that emits from the crystal when it's lit up okay that that frequency produces certain emotions certain feelings certain healing abilities even onto whatever is looking at it or or near it, okay, near that crystal because it's it's being charged and that's the frequency it's emitting, okay? So the reason why people are so obsessed with wearing crystals on their, you know, necklace and their 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 wrists and all that stuff is because of the charges, the frequency those specific crystals are emitting, which the studies have shown different levels different bandwidths of frequency can impact your 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 entire body your even to some extent your organs different organs are affected differently by different frequencies things of that nature food is a part of those frequencies when you eat consume what you drink is part of those frequencies Uh, also what is going on in terms of what you listen to, what you're tuning into every single day. That's more basic. You know, what you're listening to, what you're, um, you're really digesting, you're spending your time on, uh, these are all things that you're, that you're receiving frequencies from. So that's more common knowledge, but those frequencies are going to, are basically going to make up who you are, and what you think. Okay. Uh, literally who you are because you're framing your reality based on those frequencies. So every thought, emotion and perceptual state is represented by its own unique frequency and as the brain processes information, it arranges its neuron networks to fire or decode in the sequence those frequencies represent. Uh so yeah, if you can if you can just think about that that scientific fact up front, you can realize that there are ways for you to uh Eliminate bad frequencies out of your life and then to introduce new ones that are more positive. Okay, so just take that into consideration. The more the brain becomes dominated by flows of the same information, thought, emotion, and perception or frequencies, the more its placidity will solidify the neural networks into a repeating sequence of processing the only way this can be changed is through other information, thought, emotion, and perception, representing other frequencies, which then, through placidity, change the sequence of processing. Perceptions are represented by frequency waves and create a self fulfilling conscious and subconscious feedback loop in which we interact with the field of possibility only within the frequency band that our perceptions represent. Let me simplify that for you. As you receive certain frequencies consistently over time, your brain develops patterns and and even the subconscious, which I get into in other previous podcasts, but the power of your subconscious mind turns like an engine. So what's familiar, okay, and, and there's different names for it, but it's a familiarity complex, different things you're familiar with, home vibes, Things like that, you like when you come home from a vacation, you feel this overwhelming sense of security and comfort because the frequencies around your home represent those same patterns of recognition that your brain has been used to because you live there in your home, right? That's why people get anxiety when they go on vacations because it's so new, everything's so, you know – coming at them new and and fast that they can't handle it and they start to over, it's overwhelming, even though they're in paradise or something. Right. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get that clear and clear across from to all of you guys to realize just how significant that is. So that's what he's basically trying to say is that as you as you introduce uh, like, you know, some levels of frequency, you have the same levels of thinking and you kind of address the, the issues or the the whatever the problem or the or the solution in the same way every single time. Well, the only way that changes is if new frequencies and new information is introduced to the brain that changes our perception. OK, which is in a sense, changes our very reality. OK. So moving on here in this way, our perceptions become our experienced reality. As I just said, the potential for mass manipulation, this is called the matrix right here. The potential for mass manipulation is limitless when the cult knows this and works to stop humanity knowing perception frequencies impact on the brain through placidity to dictate the way it processes information the absence of any change, the brain goes on processing information in the same way. Through this sequence, solidified perceptions become self-fulfilling prophecies as the brain processes information to match the solidified perceptions and the subsequent neuron-firing sequence which comes from that. We see this in people unable and unwilling to explore another point of view, or ways of looking at situations and subjects, they say my ma- my mind is made up, solidified neuron pathways. In parentheses, I am right, and the science is settled when it is blatantly not. So this kind of thing, I'm just saying this now. So what he mentioned there is is how mass media, mass information dissemination can create brain patterns that develop a perception of reality that is created by ulterior motives, literally by mainstream media and others that are developing in your brain right now that create your very reality, that project your reality. So the reason why people are so divided today is because they are living in two parallel realities where each of them thinks that the other is the enemy. And what's really going on is that the mass manipulators are using the brain waves, the waves to come into the brain, which the brain receives this information and then adjusts it to the solidified frequencies that are already there, that have already been developed since you were a child in the the education system and basically in the matrix. Okay. And so that's why we're so comfortable with our enslavement. This is why people love to be in abusive relationships. You've developed a comfortable pattern. Although somebody on the outside can say, this person is mean to you. They're rude to you. They're disrespectful. They, uh, they, they, they hurt you. They're physically harming you. All of this stuff is common sense, but the neural pathways, that are solidified in that person's brain, perceive a reality that they cannot escape, okay? And that is why we have to break that mold, that matrix, and actually reintroduce new concepts and new things. That's why going on vacations and changing your environment, uh, that literally changes the way you live your life because it changes your perception, okay? So, isn't that interesting? You just learned something. I maybe you didn't learn it, but you know, just you're being you're being uh, introduced to it all over again. Okay, um, now that is gonna be it for that part of the this 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 one topic. Um, but okay, I'm gonna go this next this next set right quick. Okay. Um. Wow. Yeah, we're not gonna get into God today. We're gonna get into God another day. Um. Okay. So. Phew. Well, I'm just going to read this one statement. Um, The cult works ferociously to secure this disconnection and isolate the body-mind from our soul. This other statement, humanity is bombarded second by second with information most inaccurate by cult-serving sources to form mass human perception. That is why you have a large majority of individuals, people that literally believe lies. They, They live in a lie. They are, um, and and they're attached to it. Their their frequency, their brain is committed to the lie, okay? Again, this could be somebody in an abusive relationship on a personal level, but it's, what I'm referring to mostly is that on a mainstream conscious level, that is where people are when it comes to most things, okay? And that's why they have to break out of that concept, that, that manipulation, because it's only trying to uh get them to take actions that are not necessarily in their best interest. Okay, that's me being nice about it. Okay. So, uh look, the next the next statement I'll make here is uh our body is made up of atoms, right? But as we look closer, even atoms are not physical entities. There is space in between atoms that essentially indicates That our entire bodies, along with all of creation, is made up of energy or empty space, void, okay? This would theoretically mean that our reality is closely related to a hologram projection that exists in our mind alone. This would mean that the matrix is even our very existence on this planet. That isn't a bad thing. It just means that we are truly an expression of God experiencing this earth together, okay? Uh, Now, that's saying a lot, but let's go into the science here. Let, Let me explain, okay? Atoms are not solid and cannot a solid world make. The particles and nucleus are a fraction of the atom in totality. The rest is empty in terms of physicality. Yet scientists tell us the body is made of atoms. They claim at the same time that the body is physical and has solidity, when that cannot be when atoms have no solidity. Atoms are a decoded manifestation of information carried in waves. And this description puts the whole physical atom theory into perspective. Okay? Atoms that are not solid cannot create a solid world. Okay, so let's see. Um, Look, the reason I... Well, let's just... Let me continue reading. Uh, If the nucleus were the size of a peanut, the atom would be about the size of a baseball stadium. Okay, a peanut into a stadium. If we lost all the dead space inside our atoms... We would each be able to fit into a particle of dust. And the entire human race would fit into the volume of a sugar cube. So go deeper into the nucleus and electrons and you find that they are not physical either. While mainstream science battles on with ever-diminishing credibility to hold the line at uh, the world is solid and the body is solid when they demonstrably are not. Now again, this is far out there, okay? Okay. Um, but the 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 idea here is basically that to the on a molecular structure, okay, the body itself is is also not physical, okay. Now he gets into more of a hologram theory, which explains how energetically speaking, if molecularly we are not physical beings, even though we come up. You know, as physical, like I'm touching myself. You know, there are things like I'm touching this book. It's a physical thing. What it is, it's a bunch of atoms collected and and sort of congested. But on, even on a molecular, molecular, molecular level, it's actually empty space. And so, what they meant by a peanut in a baseball stadium, which is when you even look at an atom, and you let's say you have a petri dish of an atom, which that's not how it works, but let's just say you have a dish, you're looking at the atom. Well, when you look at the atom, and you look closer and closer to it even the the nucleus inside of it if you look at the entire t- the entire atom itself the nucleus is a peanut and the entire atom is a baseball stadium so it means that there's just there's all this empty space even within the atoms that we're built on so if we're made up of atoms okay physically speaking atoms aren't physical so then if we're not made up of physical elements we're almost, if you can imagine, we're almost like a hologram, but we're walking and experiencing life through our mind, through our different perceptions, okay? Now, I'm no expert on that, but it kind of goes along with this idea that you can develop, you can you can heal yourself, okay? Uh, molecularly speaking, cellularly, which by the way, health and wellness is all about cellular health, okay? And your cells, this is a totally different topic, but your cells—they need food, water, and a clean space to do their work. Okay. Um, not only that, they need oxygen too. So they need four elements. All right. This is coming from a guy named Ben Fuchs, who I absolutely adore and love. Um, but that's how—that's our how our cells function which that deals with nutrition and some other things that I talk about through the through the through longevity and the products I offer through the podcast and then also through different means so that's another conversation but it, on a cellular level we can also adapt and heal through our own perceptions because we're creating our own reality because as we just saw our reality essentially is a hologram and we do literally live in the matrix and that the movie the matrix was way ahead of its time okay So our reality is created from the power of our mind. Okay. Our mind receives information in the form of our five senses and processes it to create a reality. Our thoughts and emotions dictate how we experience that reality. In essence, we are in complete control of our existence. Very much like the science behind the law of attraction. Now, This explains the law of attraction better because when you understand the scientific approach to our reality and our perceptions, you can understand that by willing yourself to do something, by creating something, you are using the abilities God gave you, God gave all of us, to create and innovate, okay? That's why free markets, capitalism, freedom, and individual liberty – is so important because on a conscious level, it is dictated by we, the people, and individually, we are the power because we can come up and create anything that we want. It's a fundamental belief, which collectivists do not believe, by the way, communists do not believe, um, but individualists like myself, what we believe is that, that people, uh, that means uh, anyone, can come up with the next, you know, they say cure to cancer is what, but there's they've already got cures to cancer. Um, if you didn't know that, then that's newsflash for you. But the point is, is anyone has the ability to create anything. I'm I'm an individualist, so that's what I believe, right? And so when you take this approach of consciousness and mindfulness and awareness and expanded consciousness and things like that. And to create whatever you want to create your reality, but it's based on making the world a better reality. That kind of concept, you know, it's very possible, actually. It's not only possible, it's preferable that we live in a society that that uh, promotes that kind of thing, okay? And that's why freedom and all of the uh, free market approach to, to, to running a civilization is closer to the Bible, closer to God, closer to our design, are designed to be free. We are designed to be free beings to create in this world and to develop this world into something beautiful. That essentially is what we are. Collectivists and communists and, uh, you know, people who are on in the managerial class, the elites, they believe that they have all the power because they have all the knowledge. But if, as we can see, if we have, if we, uh, we, we live in the internet age where knowledge has become so prevalent, but yet nobody is knowledgeable. Nobody is smart. Nobody is taking the time to study and learn the knowledge, right? There are secret – that's why they call it, I mean, I, I'm not a big – I mean, anyway. They called it The Secret, the movie. You remember that documentary that came out with Oprah Winfrey and stuff, which I'm not a fan of Oprah Winfrey. I'm just going to say that. Um, She seems sweet, but, you know, there's she's into some really, really evil stuff, Okay. Um, but my point is this, they called it the secret. Why did they call it the secret, the movie? Because it's like, oh, you have this this law of attraction, this ability to create, you know, in the world whatever you want that you know you're able to will it into existence and do the sort of affirmations and things like that. Um, but what's what's happening there is affirmations are not just like talking to yourself and wishing, you know, having wishful thinking. Affirmations are basically, frequencies that are emitting from your mouth and you believe them to be true. Okay. So that's important. And then your brain, as we just, as we just researched right now, your brain develops new neuron pathways that are activated. And those neuron pathways, um, they develop a, a system where they start to reinforce that ability. And, uh, what I call it is, is a sense of awareness. So if you're looking for a new car and you're like, I really need this new car, I really want this new car, I really want this Corvette. And you get really specific, you're like, I want a Corvette, I want a Corvette. And so what will happen is, in some way, shape or form, even that saying it alone and becoming more aware of it, just on a basic level, is gonna make you, uh, uh, is gonna help you with opportunities that present themselves that may get you to your Corvette. Does that make any sense? Your awareness is enough, okay? You obviously have to have some belief in yourself and the other things that are important psychologically to attain the Corvette that you want or whatever it is that you desire. Um, but at the end of the day, just having awareness is a basic fundamental step. But as we just saw scientifically speaking, when you're doing affirmations, you're speaking something into existence. What does that mean? You are literally consciously expanding your brain into the belief of who you are. That's why you say, I am, I am, I am. That's why the whole thing of affirmations is I am, I am, I am, because you are developing those new neuron pathways and they, they take time to do it, but you have to exercise it over time. And so what happens is then all of a sudden, boom, you've got, or you have achieved that. I am, I am this person. I am fit. I am, you know, 10 pounds less, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to create, or in specific, you say exactly how much you want to weigh and exactly how much you want your body fat uh, you know, mass index to read Things like that, you get really specific with it, and the specification is going to help you achieve it because it's literally creating your reality. I'm not even kidding. That is exactly what doing affirmations is about. This what this podcast wasn't necessarily about affirmations, but I'm just saying that that's one way to design your reality. You know, I have a I have a brand concept that I've I've been you know tingling with, which is called Life by Design, and and it's a whole idea that you can create your life by design. That was the that was the original actual podcast kind of idea before I came up with Matrix Breakers, which is way more fun. But Life by Design is going to be a, probably a, a program I'll be doing later on and uh, some of the things I'll be getting into with all of you um, who are listening to the podcast, which are my you know awesome people. I love you guys. Um, but more than anything, you know, I wanted you guys to connect on the level of, of solution-oriented topics like the one I just went over, uh, which is essentially just – you know, acknowledging our power you know not putting our power into external forces you know obviously pray to god and, and connect with god and put your faith in god uh, but also put your faith in yourself because you know god has given you this gift of life and this gift of the skills he's given you the opportunities he's given you and i say this to people but there's a famous story of um how you know this one guy you know he fell off a boat and he was in the ocean and he's swimming and He's trying to live and he's praying to God and, you know, he's, you know, he's God, please save me, you know, you know, just save my life. I'll, I'll do anything to save my life. And then some, and then a boat randomly magically appears and, you know, the captain of the boat, you know, comes over the edge and says, Hey, come on board. I got you, you saved your life, you know? And then the guy says, Oh no, no, I'm just, I'm waiting for God. You know, God's going to save me and I'm good. So I'm just going to stay in the ocean. You know, second boat comes on by and says, same thing. Hey, I got you. Let me throw you a life raft to get you on board guy says, "Hey, you know what? I'm good. You know, God's got me. God's God will save me." And then the guy's like, "Dude, you sound crazy. I'm here for you right now. This is me saving you." And then you know the guy's like, "No, no. I'm good. Seriously though. I'm good. God will save me." Third boat comes, same situation. Guy says, "Hey, let me throw you down a little life raft, you know, a tube, whatever." And uh, he says, "No, no. I'm good. Seriously though. God's is going to save me." And then, of course, he drowns, right? And then he goes to heaven and he says, "God, you know, why didn't you save me out there? I was relying on you. I had faith in you. I had everything in you. And then God says, I sent you three boats, you idiot. And the concept of that story is that, yes, you can pray and definitely have faith in God, but you definitely need to take action on different things that are happening in your life today. You know, what is God presenting to you opportunity wise that you need to take? And that's something that everyone needs to take a good look at. Um, this I'm gonna read from the book one last time here. Uh oh, got too far there. Boom, 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 boom. Um. All right. Our bodies, our bodies exist in our mind, which is why your state of mind dictates the state of your body. Okay. Um, the brain itself is an illusion. Neurons do not exist except when we see them, just like different colors only exist when we perceive them. Where is the physical body and the physical world? It's in our minds. This is going back into kind of that mindset of, you know, we are projecting our world in front of us, you know, and that's, and that's, that's the essentially, not even to go back into the book, but, and I'll be referencing this book a couple times throughout the next few podcasts I'll be doing. Um, And, you know, just, just kind of going back into this idea that you really do essentially use those five senses. But more than that, there's a, there's a conscious awareness beyond just your five senses that you can tap into. Okay. There is, there are ways to do that. There are practices out there that help you do that spiritually, which I will not get into right now. Um, But you can actually get into that. And so these are, these are the things that God gave us to tap into our potential so um, just because your pastor isn't necessarily talking about this in your church you go to, it doesn't mean it's not real, and it doesn't mean it's not godly. Okay, your you your body is divinely designed to do things that are incredible. Okay, and uh, you know to to heal as well. Everyone's on a healing journey, which I talk about a lot um, because people are suffering, being lied to by mainstream medical science about healing those are things I'm passionate about. Um, but overall is you, God has provided you with the ability to heal, the ability to live, the ability to do what the things that you're doing today to, 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 to grow and to progress and to expand and to create the things that you want out of your life. And that's definitely what God wants for you. So really in conclusion by understanding, okay, these ideas, on a basic level, you can begin to break the matrix okay, by regaining your consciousness. Our mind is our tool to build whatever we want to build. It's time for us to start focusing on our abilities of building and empowering others. This is the basically the, the reason for this podcast. So that you can start to consider new ideas, new concepts, And as we discussed, new perceptions on life, that you are the ultimate creator in your life. You are co-creating with God, God giving you the abilities to co-create in a society where you have the freedom to think, the freedom to talk, the freedom to do the things that you want to do, which we are fighting to preserve those freedoms as well as using them. But we have to use our freedoms while we have them. Because if we can do that now, we can pass it on to our children and our children's children, and generations from now, they will be awake and aware, and they will not be plugged into the matrix, which is trying to manipulate the mind to create the world that they want. Okay. And in closing, that's kind of the mindset. There's Google was designed to not only uh, to predict the future, right, by by stimulus and by searching up what trend, what was trending, what other people were searching and all the information that Google has gathered about the populace, right? And about, um, what people are into. Okay. Which by the way, Google analytics showed who won the election. Okay. Things like that are easy to find out. Okay. But what the power of Google is not just that, but what they wanted to do beyond Google was to use the power of the internet to add stimuli. Okay. To the masses to move people in a direction that they, like cattle, like sheep, were being guided into. That's what you saw this summer with Black Lives Matter and all these other organizations and these sort of, you know, this hatred for Trump and all the stuff you saw, this weaponization of your mind. Um, And that's that's the sad part of it all. Even just put everything else aside is the fact that mass media, mass manipulation – was being used to destroy the psyche, to control the psyche, and then to not just predict the future, but to create the future by adding stimuli to different parts of the the population that is going to essentially result in a predictive programming. So these are the things that you have to break away from, and they hate when people like yourself but break from that matrix and don't follow what Google tells you. Don't take the vaccine, for example. Don't do the things that the system is telling you to do and they make you afraid to to not do it, that kind of thing. They use, they use their, they use their manipulated zombies out there as weapons against the people like ourselves who are awake. Do not fall into being a victim of the masses by by circum uh by Bending the knee, if you will, to what they want. You have to fight for your ability to do what it is that you know is right for you. So, that is what I have to share with you guys today. I absolutely appreciate all of your support and everything. And if you're still listening to this, you're definitely awesome. If you have not left a review on the podcast, definitely do that. And if you're watching the Facebook video, I'm going to post the link to the podcast. So you can finish that entire podcast there uh, on Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Other than that, you guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.